Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Welcome into the Rebel Report on this early Monday morning. I was planning on getting you an episode this weekend, expecting some recruiting news. That news never came. It possibly has come to the staff, but it never came, so I couldn't talk to you about it, and we're just going to talk about it anyway, even though it still hasn't broken yet. Did you guys know signing day was on Wednesday? I remember when National Signing Day used to be like a big deal, and then they added the early period and then ruined the February one. Yeah, that's this week. That's Wednesday, I believe, is uh, quote-unquote National Signing Day. I do expect Ole Miss to add at least a couple of players, maybe even more than that. And there's an interesting thing happening here. So that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode of the Rebel Report. A couple of guys that aren't committed anywhere yet, but possibly are going to commit to Ole Miss or sign with them on Wednesday. And the, the strategy behind it. So we'll talk about that today uh, on this edition. My name is Michael Borky. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. I just realized my mic may have been a little bit hot for you. That's not good. I'll uh, I'll fix that in editing. Anyway, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. My three-year-old likes to mess with my... Uh, my mixer. That's okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, find this one, Search Rebel Report. I would recommend Spotify myself, but wherever you get your podcast, Search Rebel Report, leave rating and a review. And this episode is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology and you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever it is. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you need it, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you. You got a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They will come out perform an assessment on me Again, the website, absms.com. So there's there's the rumors floating around, but nothing has been confirmed because it wouldn't be recruiting without unsubstantiated rumors that may or may not be actually true. But we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, There's rumors that uh, Chamberlain Campbell, who is a very tall depending on the website you look at i've got 24 7 up right now they say he's six five and a half other sites say that he's six foot seven Uh, anyway he's a very very tall defensive end from uh lakewood high school in st petersburg florida currently uncommitted unsigned he is a 2023 guy uh reportedly has an offer from miami auburn florida state fau james madison you know those kind of things a bit of a uh a late riser in this class. And also there's rumors out there that DJ Holmes from Pahokee uh, has committed to Ole Miss as well. Neither of which have made theirs public. It may or may not be true. I, I I don't know. I don't have the recruiting 
Uh, I, I like I can't just go shoot somebody a text and get confirmation in recruiting like I can with some other things, not many, but some. Uh, so I don't know if it's true or not. This uh, this other guy, DJ Holmes, um, is frankly he's linebacker size. He's listed on twenty four seven as six three two thirty. Uh, led the country in sacks. He had like 32 and a half sacks <laughs> in high school football. Could you imagine uh, watching a guy like that? But uh, he's also, uh, both of these guys are three stars. His offer sheet, if you can believe this, is Pittsburgh, UCF, Wake Forest, Boston College, apparently also obviously uh, Ole Miss. So those would be good pickups late in the process regardless, right? I mean, you get a couple of guys from Florida, One's got a really, really big frame uh, that needs to add a lot of weight. He's six, seven, like 215 pounds. Uh, so he needs to add a lot of weight. The other one uh, for for a true edge rusher might be a touch small. Uh, uh, breaking, or not breaking, I don't know if he broke a record or not, but leading the country in sacks and to, to have kind of an underwhelming offer sheet is, is a little bit interesting. But... You know, I'm usually not a quote unquote trust the coaches guy. It's not really my thing. Uh, I think that football coaches, even the ones on the team that you love, can also uh, do things wrong and make mistakes and and not be 100% in evaluations and decision making. But if Pete Golding, after who he's coached over the last five years, looks at guys and says they can play in the SEC, then until proven otherwise at, at Ole Miss, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and believe that if Pete Golding thinks that that guy can play, then that guy can probably play. Uh, so questioning an offer from a guy like him, considering who he's seen play and who he has coached over the last five years, is uh, would be would be a goofy thing for me to do. So I'm not going to question it. But it does lead to a pretty interesting conversation, I think, because they clearly – uh, value the transfer portal. They think that they can get impact players in the transfer portal. I mean, hell, one of their starting defensive ends, if everything works out this season, is going to be a portal guy. I mean, they're, they're portaling linebackers right now. They're portaling defensive backs. They, they see value in it. But you still have to build a complete roster, and they're not building a complete roster through the transfer portal. But it does make me wonder about guys like especially Campbell, but guys like this, it makes me wonder uh, what conversations they're having in the room now to decide whether or not to offer kids like this. So let's just pretend that the the number is accurate and you've got a defensive end that is six foot seven, 215 pounds. And, and you look at the film and he looks every bit of six, seven and also every bit of 215. And it, you would think just on the surface from the 30,000 foot view that it's a project, that, that it's a guy that they don't expect to, to come in and play in year one. And, and I wonder if they're having those conversations. Is it worth taking on projects? Because what happens if after two years of development, the player's not satisfied with their playing time and just hits the portal and somebody else gets to bear the fruits of your labor. Old, Old Miss has done the same thing. I mean, Central Michigan, for all in, I mean, developed Troy Brown. And then Old Miss got to bear the fruits of that labor for a year. I wonder if that is coming up in these recruiting conversations that, hey, there's this kid. He's got a great frame, uh, but he's skinny. And, and it might take him a little bit to, to physically get prepared for SEC football. 
should we take him? Because if he doesn't play, he's just going to hit the portal anyway. I wonder if you've got to, in your evaluations, like take an, an extra step, take another step forward on, on that, where you have to like kind of feel out the character uh, of the player. Uh, you know, is this a guy that seems kind of flighty? Does he have somebody pulling him in the wrong direction, giving him bad advice? We've seen that with players uh, already. It, it's it's happening um, all over. Kids are getting bad advice. They're, they're, they they have people in their quote-unquote camp that are telling them that, oh, you know, that coach just doesn't play you. You're better, and you can go somewhere else and play, and then they have nowhere to go. Happens all the time. Um, so I wonder if that's like an extra step in evaluation because a signature doesn't lock a kid into your, to you anymore, except for just for the year. That's it. Uh, you know, DJ Holmes or Chamberlain Campbell, should they end up at Ole Miss, are only really locked into Ole Miss for the 2023 season, and then they can go wherever the hell they want. That's just kind of how college football is laid out now. But I do find it interesting that w- with the addition of Pete Golding, that these two guys are at least on Ole Miss's radar. Uh, they're under-recruited. Three-star defensive lineman from Florida, uh, both with things that jump out at you like, wow, that's impressive. Uh, a six-foot-seven frame is impressive. Leading the country in sacks, over 30 sacks, is is really impressive. But there is a reason that they've been under-recruited for whatever reason. I, I don't know. But seeing Pete Golding step in and, and pursue these two guys that are rumored to possibly be going to Ole Miss – is uh, is interesting, if uh, if nothing else. I wonder if he he values development more um, than maybe they did before he arrived. Uh, I don't know. We will uh, we will have to see. So those are those are a couple of guys to keep on your radar with signing day coming up on Wednesday. Uh, nothing has been confirmed yet, but they are um, uh, apparently. That the rumors are out there that they are uh, have or or will commit to Ole Miss. Pete Golding did the little shark emoji thing, which his Twitter strategy is exactly uh, what every uh, everybody's should be. Honestly, is uh, he just retweets stuff or has one one emoji? That's it. Uh, so somebody committed to the program yesterday. We'll just uh, I guess we will find out who that is as far as anybody else for signing day i don't know frankly i have no idea if there's anybody else that's going to sign on wednesday but it is uh at least going to be a semi-interesting day for you guys i know that greg sankey has also um recently spoke out against the december signing period really interesting quotes actually where where he talked about how the december signing period has uh, sped up the coaching carousel process and, and in a negative way. And he wants to get rid of it. And if he's saying that he wants to get rid of it, there's a really good chance that it goes away. I mean, the, the Auburn thing's a great example. Auburn felt like they had to get rid of Brian Harson and they had to actively recruit Lane Kiffin as hard as they could during the season. And I, I know that Greg Sankey saw that and doesn't like how that went down, nor should he. And so... That's just kind of something to keep an eye on moving forward as well as when that goes away, because I kind of feel like it's going to. Um, College football needs to take some of the freedom back from the players because you have a situation like Dylan Johnson. As of this morning, hasn't decided what he's doing yet. And uh, when when people compare college football and they they say it's becoming the NFL, you're wrong. Uh, It's worse. It's a lot worse. 
I, I support the transfer portal. I support NIL. Legal adults should be allowed to make money. Uh, if if some booster wants to give a kid a million bucks to sign with the school that he likes, despite the fact that he's probably not going to be end up being a great player because that's just kind of how it works, so be it. Let let a fool part with his money if you'd like. But it's not the NFL. The NFL has very strict guidelines. It has a salary cap that you cannot go over. It has a free agency period that ends. It has a draft. It has a trade deadline. And everything is structured, and and you can't waver from that. College football is just free, free for all. Just do whatever the hell you want. It's January 30th, and four schools think that they have a shot at a player who's yet to make a decision. I mean, I, the school has started like a week and a half ago or something like that. At what point do we put our hands up and say, okay, guidelines are needed or guardrails are needed or structure is needed because this is kind of absurd. But of course, you know, Ole Miss wants him as they should. And we'll see if he ends up there. I don't know when he's going to make a decision, but he kind of has to like today if they want to actually get him in class, because as of today, you still have to go to school to, to play college football. So anyway, there's a couple of names to keep an eye on. Uh, you, you heard my piece about basketball. There's nothing more to add to the basketball situation. It's uh, the only thing to add, because if or will are rhetorical questions. So if Ole Miss moves on from Kermit Davis or will they, those are rhetorical questions. When, though, is now on the table? When do you? When do you? And uh, I mean, they've got Kentucky tomorrow night. They fall to one and eight in league play. It's um, when is now on the table. So there's nothing more to add with basketball other than when the time comes to start talking about replacements. So anyway, signing day Wednesday, signing day Wednesday. Uh, I'll give another episode to you tomorrow. Uh, this is supposed to be from last week. Again, I was just expecting news. It never actually broke. So we're talking about guys that haven't committed yet, but that's okay. We'll see you guys on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.